it's all about your perspective. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome to Purpose, Passion, and Coffee. I'm here with Jay Money in the office, finally in his new studio. We are here uh, live on the podcast, and I love it when me and him get to do like live, like one-on-one person, um, just because it feels uh, the energy is uh, more vibrant, I would say. Um, but uh, how are you doing this morning, my man? Man, I'm doing great. This uh, just full disclosure here: all credit goes to my wife with this office. I mean, the design <laughs> and, and colors and everything. It's uh, that's all her. So big shout out to her. Yeah, there we go. And uh, I, we're talking about you're getting a rug. And I think I told you that I would recommend getting like a cowhide. They give you a more of like intimidating factor when someone walks into the room. So yeah, like a big big bull or something that I, I shot yeah. up in the wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Elk. Yeah, maybe yeah. like a mountain liners. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, super excited. And uh, but we've been in this three part. This is our three part series, and we talked about the first one was about you know how to always deliver in a job interview, and a lot of people get super nervous. Where do they start with that? Do they, how do they dress? Um, what's the mindset that goes into that? Um, I think it's really important because really to get any job, you kind of have to have, you have to go through an interview. Like that's just, that's a non-negotiable. Um, then we talked about, you know, the next one was, you know, finding your purpose and finding your passion. And obviously purpose and passion are one of the most important things. And obviously purpose kind of leading that direction, that anchor really in your life of that going back to that kind of, we hear a lot of people say, Hey, what's your why? Like, what's the why behind it? And that goes into your purpose. So like say we found that, but what's like the biggest thing of like, I, w- I want to get into today is like, okay, so maybe someone's in college and um maybe they've gone through internships like that's a huge thing now um but let's go on the side of you know jordan what like what if i feel like i can already start this business but i kind of have no option but to go to college let's say that maybe they their parents are paying for all of it maybe they got this really good scholarship um but they realize they see all these things maybe they see a TikTok, they see a side hustle they've been pursuing it but they're like in the midst of like man I don't know if this degree is really going to pay off for what I want to do for the rest of my life. But yeah, I'm in this opportunity. My friends are telling me I got to go to college. I have the scholarship. My parents are paying for it. I'm confused. You know, what do I do? Because you, you know, built this one of the most successful businesses here in Kansas city. It's growing. It's amazing. Um, it's, it's leading, um, um, some just great men, great businessmen. And, um, you guys are doing some amazing things here, but I mean, you had your degree in what pastoral ministry is that, yeah. That's right. So that does not make any sense. That does yeah. not correlate with, um, with Apollo insurance and the company that you built in that team. So I'd like to kind of give you the, the platform to really talk about that. And like, how did you go about that? You know? Yeah. Great question. Yeah. Um, went to a little NAI school here in the Kansas city area out in Olathe called mid American Nazarene university. Uh, played baseball there, so that was what drew me there. I would not have gone there um, had I not been playing baseball. Um, but you know, being there, um, I learned a ton, um, probably more about life than I did about really anything else. And I think if you ask anybody that's in their career work, career world, um, you ask them, "Hey, are you applying a lot of the things you learned in college, like in the books? Are you applying very much of that stuff in your actual real?" career right now Mm -hmm. Um, I would probably suggest a majority of those people are going to say absolutely not you know they learned um, how to do their job uh, what their career is going to look like their skills their uh, their hard skills all through um, their training or through job experiences or once they stepped into their career so um, for me I think uh, you know I, I wasn't in a position in college to to be honest where I had developed a side hustle or I had mm-hmm. developed something um, or a business at that time. 
I was focused on baseball. And that was that was my side hustle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so, count, it counts for sure, man. Yeah. You're, you're great at it. You could have maybe gone professional. So yeah. Yeah. So I, um, you know, that was any time that I could. So I'll, I'll relate kind of the side hustle or entrepreneurship to that. You know, any time that I could. Um, you know, first and foremost, I want to pursue excellence. So I want to be good at everything that I touch or everything that I do. Will I be able to achieve that? Eh, probably not. Mm -hmm. um, there are going to be some things I'm good at, some things I'm not. Yeah. But being able to, um, you know, still uh, maintain a good grade point average, main, you know, learn things in class uh, was really important to me. I wanted to, to have that. So as long as I was able to get by with an A or a B um, in those classes, that was what I was shooting for. And then all of my, not all, but a lot of my um, extra time I spent, you know, either in the weight room, um, you know, developing my craft, um, I spent fine tuning my skills, um, you know, whether it was in, in the tunnels hitting or it was um, working through strength uh, exercises for my shoulder, uh, whatever it was, I was, whatever I could do, I would do those things. Mm. Um, so when it comes to thinking about entrepreneurship, when it comes to thinking about starting your own business, having your side hustle, um, and, and being in college, um, the, the most important thing for your long-term growth is to be a learner. Mm. If you're not continuously learning, like you will fail, your business will, um, will end up flattening out. You won't, uh, see that exponential growth and whatever you're doing, unless you continue to learn at some point in time, you're going to run out of knowledge in your head to keep your business afloat. There's yeah. going to be circumstances happen. The economy is going to crash. Um, you're going to struggle with, um, you know, just like this year for us in, in our business, uh, we really struggled with getting in front of college students for our new recruiting class coming up this summer um, with COVID and, and schools not allowing us to come on campus. It was really hard for us to, um, to get our name out there. I mean, we're a smaller business. Not a lot of people know about us yet. Um, even though we have all these awards and accolades and everything on college campuses, nobody knows us. People, they know you know, the big, the big names. Yeah. You know, like Amazon, names. Gary Vaynerchuk, yeah. VaynerMedia, stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, so it was really hard for us to, to get there. But um, one thing that we've committed to is being learners. And so being able to try different things out, try new things out, we meet as a team, we collaborate and we try and come up with unique, um, uh, unique events or unique things to get us in front of college students. And those times wouldn't be, um, rewarding unless we were all committed to learning hmm. um, you know we between reading books or looking um, online uh, asking questions to uh, career services department at various different uh, colleges uh, I mean we're always looking to be learning yeah um, so I say all of that because one thing that college did do for me was that it allowed me to develop learning um, disciplines. Mm -hmm. So uh, while I was a procrastinator and I was kind of like the late night studier, um, I was able to learn or see by the end of college, like if I want to, you know, if I've got an assignment or if I want to read a book in a month, okay, how many pages is that book? Let's work that back to how many pages I need to read a day. So that way I don't have to read 200 pages in one night to write a paper that's due the next yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> not saying you can't do it, just might make your life a little bit harder. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So um yeah, so I I, I uh while it, it might be um kind of pulling you outside of college and while I if I if I if I could 
you know, restructure what our school system looks like and college looks like, I absolutely would. I'm not mm. a huge believer in, um, you know, um, buying into the way college is set up right now. Yeah. Um, I don't think it really helps entrepreneurs and really developing business minded individuals. Mm-hmm. But um, and again, in the same breath, I think it helps you develop disciplines um, yeah. that you'll absolutely need to have once you graduate college. Yeah, no, I, I like how you said that. There's a couple of things I want to ask that question. And I want to, I want to, after this, I think it would help people um, apply what they can now and create their own school. So I want to ask, what would be Jordan Eckley's college, you know, uh, platform? What would that look like now if he could restructure it? Because I think that'd be give some, some people's minds turning on like, okay, so this is what I can do if he could restructure it. But I want to go back into um, what you said with baseball, like that was, you know, considered quote unquote your side hustle. Um, you made time for it. Um, and I think, I think it's one of the, the biggest things is when you love something, if you are, because in life, you're going to have multiple things going at you. You're not just going to have time just to do one thing, you know, like, especially if you're married, there's, there's all these different things. I think that goes back to our second podcast it says, know your purpose and know your passion and pursue those because that's allowed, that's what allows you to kind of really make time for it. Um, would you say that's so important with um, just baseball and that you were able to make time with it because that was, you felt like, that was one of that you were called to, to you know play baseball and that was your passion were you able to kind of put more effort into it even though you know school's done i'm out but yo i'm going back to the tunnels i'm going back to the weight room like because i mean not everyone has that right yeah and that absolutely i would absolutely say that um and for me it was there was a much bigger purpose than just wanting to play baseball and that's why i felt like i had that drive um to continue to fine-tune my craft to to get you know, good at, the, at uh, my position, mm-hmm. not to be good, you know, at the plate. So for me, I wanted to, uh, my end goal, the reason why I, I started out at Rockers University, I played as a freshman, a redshirt freshman, uh, transferred after I was considered a first team all-conference um, at Rockers University, which is a D2 here in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, when I transferred to Mid-America, it was an NAIA. Some people thought it was um, kind of like a, a step down, to be honest. Um, but when I got, when I got there, I realized that, um, uh, it wasn't necessarily a step down. It was more of a lateral, maybe even a step up, uh, when I got there as far as like how the baseball program was, yeah. um, I was really impressed with how the baseball program was ran at in America. Um, but, uh, regardless of that, I, I transferred there because I felt like this call or like this deeper sense of meaning to pursue ministry. So when I went there, I, uh, was studying pastoral ministry. And my purpose was um, to get drafted or get signed professionally at the end of my college career um, on whatever professional team I could get on. Um, and then from there, play a, a year, two years, few years, try and make it as, as high, high up as I could, mm-hmm. come back to Kansas City and then start a youth sports ministry. That's yeah. kind of what my, my passion was or my purpose was. Mm-hmm. So having that purpose, I knew, um, you know, I had to be the best that I possibly could be. I had to be a top five outfielder in the NAI. I yeah. had to be a um, top five um, or top 10 uh, in, in hitting. I had to be a great hitter if I wanted to see the next level. So mm-hmm. um, I, I busted my butt and I focused on those things. And, you know, by my senior year, I, I achieved those things. I was in that bracket, but um, I think this is a really important lesson to learn is that um, you can only control what you can control. Mm-hmm. You cannot control someone else. You can't control their decisions. You can't control um, how they react to things. You can't control um, 
anything that's outside of yourself you cannot control. So all you can control is your attitude and your effort. And if you put those two things um, in motion, um, you should be happy. You should you should uh, celebrate that success because at the end of the day, you cannot make results happen, but you can absolutely um, influence uh, your day to day activity, your day to day habits. Yeah, no, that's really really good. And I think a lot of people, um, <laughs> you know, sometimes I we we talk about you know you can do whatever you want, and I think it's true, but to some extent, um, when that goes into like hey like. You can't control everything. You only can control what you can, and uh, you can influence those results. But when it comes down to the end of things, of like with school or side hustle, whatever it is, it's like, you know, you have to you have to focus on you, which which I love, mm -hmm. and that goes into kind of um, just what. So say someone's in school, they realize that. Also, one thing too, you're talking about this, Jordan, that I'm realized is that I think school determines like if you have that passion. If you make time for it, it shows you that you're really passionate about it, like that you really want to do it. Because I think if you're in school and you're like, you know, I just don't have enough time, I think that can be a filter of like, hey, what maybe whatever you're doing on the side is not something you actually love doing. Because I think we both know if you love something like me and you, like we're gonna get it, we're gonna do it no matter what. We're gonna make time for it. So that could be a positive thing, is like if you're in college right now, you're questioning, like maybe use that, change that perspective, like, hey, if I'm doing this on the side and I'm, you know, doing you know, five or six classes a day and I'm studying, it's like okay, like I'm questioning this is even worth it. Maybe you put it to the test of like, if you're making time for this passion, this side hustle, whatever it is, then you know, like, hey, this is worth it. And then when you get out, man, like you're gonna have so much more effort and time to be able to pursue that. Mm -hmm. But that goes into like, okay, so what would you do differently in the school system? Like, what would that, what would that education be like? Maybe someone's dropped out like me mm -hmm. and they're like, okay, well, how do I learn? Because I don't wanna go back to school. That was waste. Maybe some people don't have money. That's a big thing too. It's like, they don't have their scholarship opportunities. Or maybe they do go to school, but they want to find something else um, um, to learn from or to be more applicable. I think that's the biggest thing with college. Like, how is it really applicable in my life? Is it tangible? Can I use this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, how would I reorganize or restructure school? Um, that's a that's a I'm putting you on blast that's here. A deep, yeah, that's <laughs> a deep one. Um, so I would one thing that I feel like uh, college does not do a good enough job of is preparing you for the real world. Mm. Um, so. For me, like having having like a syllabus and this structure of um, here are the deadlines for these assignments. Um, that is is good because in, in business you're going to have, especially depending on like what what your career path is, what your job is, you're going to have deadlines for projects. So that's really good. The downside is um, with those particular um, tasks or or projects is uh, you have one person that's grading the uh, the project and a lot of it is is kind of circumstantial mm. I mean, you're you're looking it's one person kind of giving their idea as far as whether or not they think it's good or it's bad yeah second thing is um it's not like like me you can procrastinate very easily with those like you could literally i would i would remember having like a 10 page paper due and I knew about it at the very start of the semester. <laughs> I knew what books I needed to read. I knew what um, the topics were that we were covering. Um, but then two days before, I haven't even started the paper yet. And then I write this paper. I know for a fact that if I would have started that at the beginning of the semester, if I would have started that a month out, um, that paper would have been freaking awesome mm -hmm. because I would have had way more time um, if I would have been working on it, even if it was like 15 or 30 minutes a day. Yeah. Uh, working on it over that course of time versus 
the last two days or two days before the day before trying to pound out a, a 10 page paper. Mm. And so, um, it builds, uh, while it, it helps build, uh, college helps build learning, um, habits and also builds lazy habits. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so in life or in a career, if you wait till the last minute to do something, it's too late. Oh yeah. Like if, if, if I'm in business and I'm not actively learning, or I'm not actively trying to, um, prepare for whatever might come in the future. Once those circumstances happen, it's too late to prepare for it. Like mm -hmm. I just have to deal with it and I may not respond the best whenever it happens. Yeah. You know, there are all kinds of things that happen in our business, whether it has to do with uh, one of our employees, whether it has to do with, um, you know, a client uh, that calls in that's upset, um, whether it has to do with a, uh, a potential opportunity for us to land um, and they have a really unique situation. And if I haven't thought through or taught myself to really think about the, uh, the, the system or the process um, of what that sale would look like, um, how we're going to structure things, it's too late. I'm going to lose that opportunity or I'm going to respond poorly to the client or uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to respond the best to the agent that's going through a tough time. Yeah. So um, if I just allow what I experienced in college to be of being a procrastinator of uh, influence my decisions moving forward, man, I'm in trouble yeah. uh, as, a, as a business person. I don't know if Paul would be here if that was the yeah, case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I, um, and when it comes to, to like kind of structuring college, I would be way more experience-based. Hmm. I would be way more um, open-minded to help push students, uh, especially like in the business program, yeah. um, help push students to think outside the box. Yeah. Because I think it's too structured in a bad yeah. way. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's like it lacks creativity. Uh -huh. yeah. Exactly. There, there is no real creativity. I yeah. mean, you have one person that is telling you to be creative to, in this way, but yes, yeah, to, that isn't, <laughs> here's the topic. Here's what we're going to cover. You have to answer this question, write me a paper about it. It's like, okay, well, what if, um, what if I, I think this way about that question, or I think this way about the topic, it doesn't push you to think differently. It just think it pushes you to think inside in the same vein as mm -hmm. everyone else that's around you. Yeah. So it doesn't get you to think creatively. It doesn't get you to think of different types of solutions to a problem. It gets you to think about one solution to the problem. Yeah. So I think, I think that would be um, like a big part of that. Again, I'm not a teacher. I don't know the school world that that well. I've, I've seen it. I've experienced it. But based on my experience and then also my experience in the career world, I would do things like that. I yeah. Would, I would also uh, for business like I don't know if I would if I would give out too many textbooks. Like I would yeah. I would look at um, people that have been successful and I would give out those books that those successful people have written. Yeah. Here's what they've done. Here's how they how they've learned. Now I know again uh, there are you know benefits and drawbacks to everything that I'm saying. Textbooks do have a purpose. They do help teach you you know the the principles or the foundation of a lot of business um, you know different different business things like accounting like um, uh, profit and loss statements like um, investing. All of that stuff, I think, is really important to learn the foundation and the benefits for. And those should be your gen eds. Yeah. After your gen eds. Yeah. Don't keep. Yeah. Dude, like. Because sometimes I feel like college is like all four years of just the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. All four years of digging into a textbook and going over. So accounting two. Let's go to accounting five. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Going over things that you're probably never going to use. Yeah. Um, uh, accounting, like if you're going to be an accountant, then yeah, you probably need to know everything about accounting as far as the rules, regulations, the 
the different types of um, uh, accounting methods and procedures. All of those things are really important. But if you're going to be a business owner or if you want to be in uh, business leadership or if you want to uh, be an entrepreneur, like you're going to have to think differently. You're going to have to do things differently. And that would be uh, like the programs that I would change or the programs that I would look into. Yeah. What would that look like? Um, like maybe for you going back and doing it differently? I think that's a good question for you. It's like, so say you, you know what you know now, but we throw you back into college. Mm -hmm. Like what, what is Jordan doing? Knowing that, Hey, you're going to be, what's just say You know, you say, you know, the future, you know, you're going to go into Apollo. Um, you're still going to be, let's just say just for the, for everyone else, you're still going to pursue pastoral ministries, right? What would you do on the side knowing what you know now with Apollo? Yeah. Building that business. That's, yeah. that's a good question. Yeah. I think if, if, you know, looking back, if I knew I wasn't going to make it professionally, um, and I knew that, that answer, I would spend less time, um, uh, in, I would spend less time developing my craft as a baseball player and I'd spend more time getting myself ready for my career. And how I would do that would be, I would meet with um, business leaders. I would just try to network a lot. Because mm -hmm. um, if, if you can build a really solid network of business professionals before you get into your career, man, like that is, that's probably the single most important skill or single most important asset to your career is having a solid network of business professionals. Yeah. Because if you're like me, if you're young, you start out in a business and you help grow a business or you are a business owner or an entrepreneur and you're young, you have very little opportunity or very little exposure to older, wiser um, business owners, hmm. mentors. Um, for me, it's it's hard. Like it's really hard for me to find uh, business leaders, business mentors. Um, and I'm actually going to be implementing something um, very soon on that, that's going to help me really grow that network of mine. Yeah. Because I really only know maybe like a handful of business leaders and um it you know it's hard to get in touch with them so if if i can expand that um that's something that i definitely want to do so if you could start early in that in college like i absolutely would have done that oh yeah that's a, a huge key i yeah i totally agree I, that's one thing i've known now if i would have known that in high school i'd been like i'll go on internet somewhere mm -hmm. you know or you know think about that going to college of like at least a couple of years like yeah, I, I think even like growing my business was great, but I think looking back at it, even it's a couple years ago, I think that networking with other people and business owners that are older, I think would have been actually better than me trying to build my business business on my own because I think it would have you know you know you go to like the um, that you know Grant Cardone 10x you know oh, 10x yeah. your life kind of thing, but 10 10x your business because I think there's so much value and wisdom. That's why we created that podcast, um, you know, a month, a month ago or something like that, how to network, why it's so important. Like we, that's why we literally created a whole entire podcast. So if you want to check that out, definitely go check that out. But we talk about kind of how to network and why it's so important. And that just shows you um, why, why it is. And then also like surrounding friends and stuff, I think it is good um, going to college. It's like your environment. Um, what does that, what does that look like for you? I mean, where are you at with your friends now in college? Are you still friends with a decent amount of them? Are they, been pretty successful they push you still what does that look like because i think people you know that's the biggest thing is like who, who you surround yourself with and how do they navigate with being friends if they want to be the most successful they can be yeah yeah most of um most of my friends actually were from out of town because you know it was all baseball players essentially yeah uh that's that was kind of the main group that i hung out with and um yeah all of them are kind of all over the united states i you know i've uh 
a really good friend of mine that's in, in Canada, but then another one that's in um, a couple of them that are in Puerto Rico, uh, guides in Texas, you know, they're all they're scattered everywhere. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say I'm absolutely still friends with them. Do I keep in touch with them regularly? No, I don't. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of thinking through my college friends. I don't really spend much time with uh, you know my college friends anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I might run into them occasionally, or I might see them um, here and there. Um, I'll follow them on social media. I'll comment on different things. So we still stay in touch a little bit as far as that goes. But now, now uh, my friend group really revolves around like my church. Um, that's something that's really important to me. Uh, yeah. Making sure that I'm staying connected with my faith and I'm being spurred on. Um, as far as that goes, uh, and then as far as business, um, uh, that's probably something I'm really lacking in, just to be honest. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't have a ton of really good, close um, friends that are really trying to, like, pursue business hard. Yeah. Um, I've, got a, I've got a couple, but um, not as much as what it should be. Yeah. Um, I should have more. So you're saying definitely, if you're younger and in college, definitely try to bounce on that as fast as you can. Yeah, and honestly, it's kind of hard to find it in college. It is. It was the thing is because it's structured that way, so it's yeah. like you're limited to like how creative you can be. Yeah. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's kind of hard. Um, I would say something that um, that I like saw and I knew from college. You know, I, there was a guy that I was um, friends with that helped start the investment club at MNU. Mm -hmm. Um Like guys like that, those are the guys like you should be trying to hang out with. Those mm -hmm. are the guys you should be trying to spend time with. Um, because if they're trying to do stuff like that in college, then once they get out of college, you already know they're yeah, they're they're, gonna, they're doing big things. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. they're gonna get after it. So, yeah. um, I would absolutely you know that's a, a definitely a, a really important piece of that is making sure you surround yourself with the right people, and don't um, I would say like don't uh, I would I would focus more on surrounding not surrounding yourself with with people that are gonna drag you down mm -hmm. um, because it can take time to find people that are gonna really help sustain you and push you but it's going to be really easy to find people that are going to drag you down so yeah as much as possible stay away from the people that are going to drag you down and look for people that are going to build you up look for people that are going to spur you on or push you um so that would be probably what i'd suggest in college yeah no it's really good i think it's crazy when you when you say that it's so much easier to find people that are going to bring you down rather than people that are going to push you forward yeah. and even then it's like it's scarcity man it's yeah. It is hard, um, but I think it's worth it knowing that we what we both know now, um, and even more so even you, um, and going into that. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's some good stuff. I mean, I think that's the biggest thing is like, um, it doesn't prepare you for the real world as much as we both know. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a good perspective to kind of talk about this in this podcast is like, okay, how do you make the most of it? Um, because, you know, I think you don't want to waste four years. Cause right. like you could spend it in four years, say you're in the opportunity right now and there's sitting in college, like you just do nothing about it or you could, you know, pick yourself up, find ways to be adaptable. I think it's something we both agree, like being adaptable is like one of the biggest things that you have to learn yeah. in business life, you yeah. know? Absolutely. I think, uh, especially with the building of your team, as much as you said you're not a teacher, I think you're better than most, I mean, I might <laughs> I gotta be careful what I say, because there maybe is a teacher listening to yeah. this, but I think you're just, um, your teacher is different than what we think of as a teacher. And I think yeah. you're different, are I think the teachers should be more like what you what what role you play with mm -hmm. these guys here at Apollo, um, and even just kind of stuff with me in the podcast about just giving feedback and stuff like that. It's just so it's so real, um, and uh, I think if the school world looked more like you know here at Apollo, um, I think it would you know breed a lot more success, and I think people would find themselves in the role that they need to. 
Um, and uh, that's just kudos to you. But um, yeah, I mean, do you have anything else to say or anything like that? You want to speak about like going back in college, looking forward to the next step, stuff like that, yeah. with, you know, interview purpose, passion, all that. Yeah, I would say, um, first of all, thank you for that. Um, you know, I really appreciate that. That's, uh, you know, I'd say like a big piece of all of this and, you know, we can absolutely, I think we should absolutely do a podcast on this, but um, it's all credit to my team. Um, you know, having a team of leaders that uh, are actively like just being you in the mm -hmm. workplace and really, um, you know, being better than me and a lot of different leadership skills and, um, and a lot of different, you know, even hard skills that we, that we use here at Apollo being better and some of the soft skills as well. Like there, I have a team of guys that um, are just amazing mm -hmm. and, um, at this. So a lot of the success and the growth and everything is all kudos to them. Um, but I would, uh, to kind of answer your question about, um, you know, final thoughts. Um, one thing that I would suggest to do that I don't see a lot of, um, when college graduate graduates come out, come out of college and they're working in their, their professional career, um, I feel like there's like a sense of entitlement when mm -hmm. they come into a, into a job or into a career, they feel like they should be um, higher than what they are. They should make more than what they, they are making. They should uh, not have to listen or do things that their boss or, you know, a leader in their organization is telling them to do. And um, like, that's just poor thinking. Like, mm -hmm. that's just bad. Like, don't do that. If you are listening to this podcast and uh, you are going into a career, I'm telling you, one of the single most important things you can do once you land the job and once you are working is say yes to every opportunity you can. The only thing that that's going to do is it's going to teach you more about the business you're in. You're going to uh, get better at the craft at what you're doing, and it's going to get you around more people, hopefully, and like especially if, if a leader or a uh, business person is, is um, uh, going to be there as well. Man, what an opportunity to be able to spend time with somebody that is a leader or somebody that um, is really good at the job or is looked up to in the company. Man, like take advantage of those times because those times don't come around very often. And then on top of that, if a business leader is telling you um, or your boss is telling you to or asking you to do something and you say you say no, that builds or that breeds um, mistrust in you. Like if, if instead you said, yes, absolutely, I'll be there, or yes, I will do that, um, that builds a lot of trust and you're probably going to get more opportunities down the line than somebody that is telling him, hey, no, I've got this going on or I have this going on. And every time he asks you to do something, you've either got something going on or you think it's stupid or you think your, you know, uh, your job or your role is, is better than what, you know, that task is that he's asking you to do. So I'm, t I'm just telling you, if you want to um, grow quickly in a company, if you want to move up, um, if you're even if you're uh, an entrepreneur and you're involved in, in serving in an organization in the city or you're helping out in the community or whatever, and you're serving under someone else and they're, they're a leader and somebody that you want to learn from, say yes to every single opportunity you can. Yeah, that's a really great insight because I think um you know even with going to associates but i hear a lot of times people talk about you know college and they have the degree they have the piece quote unquote the piece of paper i'm not dismissing their four years or five or six years of whatever you know school they did but technically you know the party's just begun technically like with work life you know like i think when you i don't think anyone ever asked you um jordan like man yeah college degree bro that's how successful you are because of that degree you know <laughs> like i don't think anyone's asked they're asking like the personal relationship they're asking the opportunities that you've done they're asking the team 
what team you've built. They're asking, you know, what revenue have you taken in? What, uh, um, what colleges have you um, scouted out? What, I mean, what opportunities and stuff like that. They're not talking about the, the degree. And I, yeah, the same thing. I don't want to like miss, you know, put a disclaimer. It's like, Hey, we're not trying to, you know, bash a degree, but it's like, I think humility is a big thing is like, don't act like, you know, you have the world because mm-hmm. you have a piece of paper because guess what? There's a hundreds of thousands of people who have that same piece of paper. Yeah. It's what you do with that piece of paper and the after the opportunity that you take, the things that you're going to say yes to the things that you're going to build on um, the trust mm-hmm. um, that's going to really make or break, you know, who you are as a person. And I really think that's really good. Um, and sometimes honestly to Jordan, like as an entrepreneur, it is hard because when you build things, it's like, you're the boss. And I like how you said the organization or, you know, serving a community or maybe you're collabing with someone else. Mm-hmm. It is sometimes hard to be like, to be under someone because I'm in charge for me. I'm in, you know, in same view, it's like most of the time, the things that we do, we're in charge of our own self. Yeah. And it can be sometimes hard to, uh, <laughs> to take orders from someone else or to, yeah. um, to take the, the humble way, but it's always worth it for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And if you're a young business leader, you need a, a leadership mentor. And so if you serve a church or you serve an organization or you serve, uh, you know, in the community somewhere, or if you even are, have a business mentor and they, they ask you to do something or come along with them to do something, just say yes. Mm-hmm. Just go do it. Be ready with some questions to ask them so you can learn from them. Um, I'm telling you, you will not regret it. There you go. You're there. Well, I'll let you close this out, man. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope this uh, episode meets you where you're at and helps you step into your excellence.